It's Saturday, February 25th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks pulled back Friday, notching their worst weekly performance of the year, as hot economic data have rekindled worries about restrictive Federal Reserve policy. The S&P 500 fell 42 points, the Nasdaq Composite dropped 195 points, and the blue-chip Dow Jones Industrial Average shed 336 points. The three indices all dropped more than 2% in the holiday-shortened week, each logging their biggest weekly declines of 2023. The losses are the latest in a turbulent stretch for the market. The major indices climbed to start 2023, with many investors betting that moderating inflation could lead the Fed to cut interest rates later this year, but the outlook has muddied in recent weeks. Adding to those worries on Friday, January's Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index overshot economists' expectations. The core reading that excludes food and energy, considered the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation, rose 4.7% year-on-year. In other news, President Biden said there are degrees of irresponsibility regarding handling of classified materials, drawing a distinction between the material found at locations he used and documents taken from former President Donald Trump's Florida home. Asked by ABC News if there was anything irresponsible in how he handled classified documents, the president played down his situation. There's degrees of irresponsibility, Mr. Biden said in an interview that aired Friday night. There can be significant degrees of irresponsibility. He added, the way in which the boxes were packed up from my office, apparently not everything was gone through as meticulously as it should have, but there was no intention. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to look into whether classified material was mishandled after Mr. Biden left his post as vice president. In world news, U.S. officials say China is considering delivering artillery and drones to Russian forces that could prolong the war, even as Beijing called for peace talks to end the fighting on the first anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The officials said no weapons deliveries have yet taken place. But if China were to go ahead and deliver lethal aid to Russia, the resulting tensions could shape Western relations with Beijing for years and potentially have profound consequences on the battlefield in Ukraine at a point when both sides are gearing up for a spring offensive. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and other U.S. officials have said that China is considering providing lethal support to Russia but have not spelled out what systems might be sent. U.S. officials familiar with intelligence reports say that if Beijing decides to provide weapons, it would also include artillery in addition to drones and possibly other weapons to help Russian forces stave off an expected Ukrainian counteroffensive this summer. Back in the U.S., the number of Americans working part-time rose by 1.2 million in December and January compared with the preceding months, according to the Labor Department. Most of that increase, 857,000 workers, was driven by people who worked part-time by choice, not because they were unable to find full-time work or their hours were cut. The total number of people working part-time voluntarily is now almost six times the 4.1 million who are working part-time but would prefer full-time hours. That is the highest ratio in two decades. In the first months of the pandemic, When millions of Americans were laid off and couldn't find full-time jobs or saw their hours cut, those numbers were about even. 
In total, 16.3% of the 160 million Americans who were employed in January worked part-time hours, which the Labor Department defines as anything less than 35 hours in a week. And U.S. First Lady Jill Biden gave one of the clearest indications yet that President Joe Biden will run for a second term, telling the Associated Press in an exclusive interview on Friday that there's pretty much nothing left to do but figure out the time and place for the announcement. How many times does he have to say it for you to believe it, the First Lady said in Nairobi, the second and final stop of her five-day trip to Africa. The President himself was asked about his wife's comments just hours later in an interview with ABC News, adding, Look, I meant what I said. I've got other things to finish before I get into a full-blown campaign. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.